Sam Boner Mick, fired up as hell. Hope everybody's having a real nice day. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate everybody driving safely out there. I don't mean to drive you off the road, but let me just tell you, I am absolutely jacked today. Why, you ask? I had no fucking clue, but I'm just feeling it right now. It's a beautiful day in the Sam Boner hood. We're about to flip the page into another beautiful month. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Oh, baby, baby. Holy shit. Here we go. Here we go. All right, you. without further ado, everything we do here is brought to you by Not For Long Media, Jack Collin and the crew absolutely crushing it on the back end. Shout out to our big sponsors and friends from the original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge all over the country. No better time to get your fudge game on. Another big shout out to our good friend Pete and Gus. Let me just tell you a little bit about Pete and Gus. Like, talk about... Two of the greatest dudes in the entire Sam Boner hood. Slinging Pete's famous pizza, cheesesteaks, chicken cheesesteaks, strombolis. Like, no, I, I mean that. Look, like these guys are helping me out. I'm trying to help them out. They're fucking the greatest dudes of all time. But not only that, like, dude, Pete's famous pizza might be the biggest sleeper cheesesteak in the entire city. And not, not to mention, it's one of the most convenient spots to get to. Right there in Logan Square, you like get off the Vine Street Expressway, quickly make a right off at exit 24. You'll find some really good convenient parking back there right off the art museum. You can walk right down the street, hit up Mustaki, hit up Pete's. I'm telling you right now, these guys are the real fucking deal. And you cannot, you cannot sleep on Pete's Famous Pizza, and you can't sleep on Mustaki. Yeah! <laughs> Holy shit. And last but not least, shout out to our good friends right here in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, Maple Glen, PA, coming in hot, Verona Pizza. Vince, Mo, absolutely love you. Can't thank you enough for all the love and support. You guys continue to crush it, honestly. Like, consistency is honestly the, the biggest thing when it comes to putting together a very good cheesesteak. Look, I've said it to him blue in the face. It's not the hardest thing in the world, but if you're consistent, you can achieve all your cheesesteak goals. And that's what these guys continue to do. They've been, they've been in business a good six, seven months. Looking forward to the holidays, shaking it up with Mo, Vince. We'll be getting our Sambo on there at Verona Pizza. So without further ado, ho, ho, ho. Pork Month is officially in the books. Hope everybody had an awesome, awesome Thanksgiving. Look, we chop it up on Tuesday post-Eagles game with our good friends Mike Gill and Colin Thompson. And this is my uh, this is my individual segment, right? Look, at the end of the day, fellas, I am just a Sam Boner. But, you know, this has been nothing but a ton of fun. Again, I cannot thank everybody enough for all the love and support. We're going to keep grinding. We're going to keep pushing the envelope. And no better time to get your Sam Bone on. Be merry. Get after it. Drop a Sam Bone. You got to love the Christmas spirit. And again, hope everybody had an awesome, awesome Thanksgiving. Uh, just to reflect real quick on our Thanksgiving, the day kicked off with the annual neighborhood, parents, kids, dogs, turkey bowl. What can I say? What can I say? Sam Boner Mick again prevails. Threw for 400 yards plus, five touchdowns. The MVP of the game happened to be my daughter, Kayla. She absolutely crushed it. I think she had close to 10 catches for 185 yards, two touchdowns. And not only that, 
the game-winning touchdown, and with that, she was the MVP of the third annual Neighborhood Turkey Bowl. Like I said, unfortunately, the, the big boy game, the green bean casserole, has kind of fell through the cracks. People are moving. People are shaking. People are getting old, but yeah, that's bullshit, honestly. The green bean casserole was one of the greatest traditions ever. And if we don't bring that back next year, then like forget about it. I'm moving to California, honestly. But, oh, man, Thanksgiving Day, another just awesome day for the ages. Shout out to my brother Joe. Absolutely crushed it, hosted it out there. Good 25, 30 of us just getting after it, having a good time. Uh Likely, you know, I want to just quickly talk about the dinner. Like, I, I, oh, I'm going to get past Thanksgiving. I know we got a lot to look forward here with the, with the Christmas holiday and the birds and everything. But, but like, I just want to talk quickly about this Thanksgiving dinner. Like, you know, we brine the turkey. Joe brines the turkey, comes through with this unbelievable sausage stuffing. My wife brings the the uh, sweet potatoes. My my aunt brings the green bean casserole. Joe whipped up some mashed potatoes. The cranberry sauce was off the hook. Like. This might have been the best Thanksgiving dinner I have ever had. And, and you know what? I didn't eat too much because I wanted to stay up. And Adam, we get after it after the uh, after the sit-down. We play some games. We got a huge bust-out game of family food. Family food. And uh, let me just tell you, man, a Thanksgiving for the ages. So I wish everybody nothing but the best. I hope everybody had a great, great Thanksgiving. Uh I know we sure as hell did. And, you know, following up there, some, you know, just key traditions post-Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, I, I got a lot of DMs when we were down in Seattle. Like, holy shit, I didn't know Seattle did this. I don't know. I didn't know there was a parade. I didn't know there was all these festivities the following day. Like, dude, most shore points are doing this, right? There's like an annual tree lighting Friday night. You know, they had the big parade. It's nothing fancy. It's like maybe like a 10, 15 second parade. Little did I know it actually goes right by my house. But no, let's go all the way down into 34th Street and freeze our ass off for 45 minutes. That's either here or there. Sea Isle City does an absolute banger job uh, to celebrate the Thanksgiving transition into Christmas. Uh, the day after, shout out to the Ludlam Hotel. Holy shit, man. They put on one hell of a show, uh, a make-believe ice skating rank for the kids to just skate and, and, and you know, go at, get after it. The adults can go into the uh, the bar there, catch up on some of the games, have a couple beers, maybe shoot a couple games of pool. Actually, not – no, that didn't happen because the pool tables were used as eating tables. But, uh, yeah, we watched the Michigan-Ohio State game. And uh, just, you know, had a couple good pops, made our way over to the Orr house, continue to be merry, have fun, uh, and ended the day, you know, the, 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 the Aunt Sue and Uncle John, can't get any better than Aunt Sue and Uncle John's house uh, for a little, you know, nightcap dinner, and that was that. And just like that, we are headed home to catch the Eagles versus the Buffalo Bills in an absolute slop. Look, I wanted to go to that game, and kudos to anybody that just, like, honestly got out there early and, and weathered that entire day. You know, at first, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'll be honest with you, like, I don't know, man. After five or six days of just, like, celebrating Thanksgiving and then just put a kind of a, a, a cap on it, and I was like, oh, my God. And, like, through the first half, I'm thinking to myself, like, look, I'm not, I'm not a Fairweather fan, but – yeah, I got the three kids and we're just traveling all over the goddamn country. Last thing I, I just wanted my couch, just want to hang out. But I was glad I did until that second half hit. And we're going to get into that in a second. We are going to get into that second. But, you know, it's it's just one of those times of the year. No better time to be a Sam Boner. Oh, that Christmas time. <laughs> Hangovers. Raking up the lights. 
and finding a Christmas tree. Whew, that sounded pretty good. That's one of my all-time favorites. The uh, what is it? The the the, uh, the twelve. Uh, ah, shit! I'm drawing a blank. Not the twelve days of Christmas. The the twelve. Uh, you fucking idiot! Seriously, what's the name of that song? Ah, oh, my God! I'll have to crank it up after this. But now, nah, everybody, I hope everybody's having a great, great day out there. Uh, you know, be safe, be merry. It's one hectic time of the year, but we're going to be kicking off the, you know, the Christmas festivities this weekend. And I'm sure, you know, the next four or five weekends will be nothing but pure debauchery. But you know, like we say, Colin, and I always say, take that over, man. There's no better service that we have the ability to use this day and age than, than, than just, you know, chiming in that Uber or that Lyft. Like I'm telling you right now, like 55 hours from here to the city or 55 hours. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth every goddamn penny. All right, let's go. Let's get into some things here. Look, this is my individual segment. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, move it and shake it, bring in some guests here and there. Again, guys, at the end of the day, I'm just a Sam Boner. I'm no, I'm no radio or TV expert. Maybe someday you'll see this, uh, I don't know, somewhat of a, you know what? I'm trying my best, right? Like a couple days ago, the double chin was really popping out, but I've been hitting the bag, walking the dog. You know, you got to stay, you know, two, three times a day if you're going to eat and drink the way I do. Holy shit. Speaking of eating and drinking, have you guys, I, I, look, I don't, I don't follow a lot of like social media. Like I, I, I did and I didn't. Like I do and I don't. Like I'm a barstool guy at the end of the day, but like I don't know a lot of like the different characters or these like key influencers. And I just recently started following this guy, Bert Kreischer, because I've seen him like all over Barstool and wherever else. Like I didn't, I don't, I don't know. I don't follow like comedians that well, but you know, the other night we went down to the Flyers game, shout out to the, the Ronald McDonald house, hooked us up with tickets. My actually, my wife and I went there yesterday and got a good tour and, uh, you know, learned some really cool things uh, with respect to the money we raised for the Ron, Ron McDonald House, uh, close to $6,000. And that a portion of that, 5000 of that actually goes to a family uh, and supports a family um, basically for the entire year. There's like 120 different lodges within that building. And one family, thanks to the Sambone Nation, is going to be in good shape for the entire year. So, you know, just a round of applause. Can't thank everybody enough. I'm going to put this to rest because I continue to talk about it, but it's humbling and it's overwhelming, but it's just all, all good stuff. Uh, so that said, we do go down to the Flyers game. Yeah, let's talk about the Flyers. I'll talk about Burt Kreischer in a second too. That guy's a fucking animal, man. I had to look him up. <laughs> I look up. I finally spot him. He's there because he's performing at the Wells Fargo the night after. Lo and behold, this guy wins the 50-50. You look up, and he's got like 2,000 tickets wrapped around his neck. He's got his shirt completely off. He's pounding beers. I'm just like looking at my brother like, what is this guy all about? And like Joe, Joe was spot on. He's like, dude, he's like almost like a college kid. So I look him up, and his claim to fame is basically being the number one party animal in the number one party school in the country. Like Rolling Stone did a, a, a write-up, like a six-page write-up of him. Like he's basically like a like a, like a, a modern-day Van Wilder. That's how you describe this guy. Uh, 51 years old and out there cranking it, traveling around the country with his wife, with his kids, drinking, smoking, getting after it, popping zins left and right. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, man. All right. So anyway, back to the Flyers. Like, I, we talk about this all the time, right? I'm I'm a four for four guy, but at the end of the day, I am 
you know, if I had to rank them, like I don't want to rank my Philly sports teams, but like number one for me is Phillies. And a close two right behind that is the Eagles. And then after the Eagles, I go 76ers. Like I'm a, I'm a basketball guy. Like I'm sitting here just like fondling with this basketball right now. This fresh Nike elite. Kids got this, uh, the, the rec stuff, the travel stuff, the CYO. Like no better time right now to pop into a gym and light it up. But like there's just something to be said. And, and, and again, nothing to take away from like Flyers fans or Sixers fans. But like is there a combination of both or are you either a hockey guy or a basketball guy. Because I got like a lot of uncles who are just like die hard hockey guys and hate the NBA. And I hear this a lot. Like it's very consistent when you pull people and ask them, you know, would you rather watch a hockey game or an NBA game? Now, granted, like regular season NBA and regular season NHL, it, it, it's somewhat tough to watch. Like I do watch the Sixers. I like watching the Sixers. I think they're actually more exciting than most people think. And, you know, being down at the Flyers game the other day, like that atmosphere, like, you know, being able to sit down low for a ice hockey game versus an NBA game, like that experience is much better. That said, they're not like pumping all that music and rap music into the crowd. And it's much colder. Like I took my jacket off and then like after one period, I put my jacket back on. It was kind of slow moving, but it was cool. And it was a really good experience to get our kids down there. And again, thank you for the uh, the tickets, Ronald McDonald House. But like, it, 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 I don't know where I'm going with this. Like, are, are, are like hockey fans a different breed versus NBA fans? And at the end of the day, like, is there anybody out there? I'd like to actually know this. If anybody out there is listening to this podcast and you're still driving down the road, you didn't yield off. No, I'm just kidding. But like, is there like a, like, if you had to put a percentage on all four major Philly sports teams, is it like 25% across the board? I doubt it, right? I doubt it. I'm like 45. I'm like, I don't know what I am. I'm 35, 35. 20 and 10. Does that add up to 100? I don't even know. Does it? Does it? Uh, forgive me if it doesn't. Look, Archbishop Wood, Penn State, track three, through and through. All right, deep breaths. I was told to take deep breaths. Think about what you're going to say next. Bring some context into the picture. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Let's talk about it. Ready? I want to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Help me understand how on God's earth are the 10 and 1 Philadelphia Eagles, the underdog, at home against the 8 and 3 San Francisco 49ers? Honestly. How is that even possible? For the first time in NFL history, your 10-1 Philadelphia Eagles are underdogs at home. Give me a fucking break. Seriously. You know, it's funny. I, I, I want to read something. You know, Sam, shout out to Sam Boner, Pat, right? He hit it spot on. He hit it spot on. Something to be said about the Eagles. The team. Last year, we were constantly reminded of their strength of schedule, the weak opponents they faced. But this year, the Eagles are a marked team. A prove-it game marked on every team's schedule. No one is overlooking them. And that they are get and they are getting every team's best effort. The team is already more battle-tested, more playoff ready than any other team in the league. But riddle me this, Sam Boners. We're the fucking underdog. Give me a god damn break 
Give me a goddamn break. Oh, Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy. A potential MVP of the goddamn NFL is an underdog against Brock Purdy. <laughs> Look, great. Shout out to the San Francisco 49ers. They're absolutely stacked. There's no doubt that in my mind that they're, they're not going to come to Philly and absolutely play toe-to-toe with the birds. As a matter of fact, I, I, I will say, you know, we have been falling behind. We continue to perform better in the second half, come back from 10 after 10 after 10. And if we're down by 10 or 17 to a team like the San Francisco 49ers, who is still more or less knocking the goddamn Doors off of most teams in this league. Like a very impressive win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they won 34 to 3. The Jacksonville Jaguars are my not sleeper because they're eight or nine and three, but they're my sleeper to win the whole goddamn thing. I think Trevor Lawrence is a winner. But like, you know, back to the situation at hand. Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the league. Joey Bosa, one of the best defensive ends in the league. Debo Samuel, absolutely electric. But that said, like, look at our defense. Are you kidding me? Defense wins championship. Veteran leadership wins championships. We are 10 and 1, playing at home, one of the most versatile atmospheres in the entire goddamn country. And we're dogs. Am I still talking about this? Am I still talking about this? Oh my God. Oh my God. Look, I gotta, I gotta digress a little bit. I, I said, I said something on, uh, you know, my episode with with Mike and Colin earlier this week. Like, I, you know, like Sam Motor Mix is, is kind of, I, I don't know what's going on through my head every once in a while, but like, I just have never witnessed, you know, the emotions around Jalen Hurts. So I'm talking about that a, a little bit as well. Like Jalen Hurts, you know, is starting to become just one of these unique breeds, like one of these guys, like a couple years ago, you never thought in a million years, he would have found this much success in the NFL. Um, just, you know, for what it's worth, you know, we, we've, we've, I don't know, essentially caught lightning in the bottle with Jalen Hurts and he's now quickly become one of the greatest players in the NFL. Like just this, you know, five, 10 minutes ago, I'm, I'm texting back with the OG Sam Boners and I'm, and I'm asking them, you know, compare Jalen Hurts uh, more around like the emotional intelligence piece. Like when a guy kicks a 59-yard field goal in the pouring rain to send your team into overtime and give you an opportunity to win and you show absolutely zero emotion, zero emotion. Like help me just like compare one guy in the history of the NFL, a quarterback, and Joe Montana was thrown out there. And that's a good, good comparison. Joe Cool, for that matter. Now, that said, if Joe Cool's quarterback, I'm sorry, kicker, hit a 59-yard field goal in the pouring rain to put the team, like, like, is Joe Cool giving, like, a fist clamp? Or is Joe Cool, like, light up my Marble Red 100 and uh, let's go to work? Because, you know, that's probably what they did in the day. They probably went back into the tunnel, puffed a bunch of cigarettes, and then came back out. No, so honestly, that's probably dead on exactly what they did. Oh, shit. I'm fired. Oh, my God. Deep breaths. I'm sorry, Sam Boners. Everybody just relax. Pay your toll. If you're going to the King of Prussia Mall, you know, walk as much as you can before you buy something. Hit up the food court. They got multiple food courts there in the King of Prussia Mall. The King of Prussia Mall food court is very, very good. Love the, I love the King of Prussia Mall. Oh, my God. Who's got the best food court out there? Like, mall food court. Willow Grove? Because the Willow Grove Mall, their food court... Is absolutely pitiful. 
And I didn't come on here this morning to talk about shopping malls and food courts, but it just registered. So I'm just going to quickly vent about it. The Willow Grove Mall food court blows. All right. So here we go. Hot roast pork month is coming to an end. I put a little bow on my hot roast pork month and I didn't really do much damage in hot roast pork month. I did hit a place that, uh, Mayo fried Uns, and I, we did like a tour a couple years back. I think we hit like four or five places in one day all through Philadelphia. And the last stop that we hit was in old city at this place called high street. And like, it caught us by surprise. Like, it was unbelievable at the time, but it was so new and it was so under the radar. Nobody had ever talked about this place. I believe Yo Neary may have hit it a little bit after, but I think he hit the like Italian hoagie. But anyway, fast forward two years, High Street moved, and then they opened up another location right in this little Franklin Hall on the campus of University of Pennsylvania. And in there you have Delco Steaks. There was this like pizza place that you can make all these different custom brick oven pizza pie. They had an Asian bistro in there. Uh, just kids in there studying, eating. So I hit the high street hoagies right after my meeting with the Ronald McDonald house. And I posted up right outside on 34th street and Walnut street. And look for honestly, like it was a food court in a way, but dude, this Sambo was so goddamn good. Like it really was. It was like, I, I, I hate to say this, but it, like, it was probably better than the Knicks. If you can believe that or not, it might've been better than the Knicks. Shout out to the Knicks though. An absolute staple here in Philadelphia, Reading Terminal. Uh, prior to that, I hit a little Cafe Carmela's action, new spot right there in Huntington Valley. Uh, you know, Joe and, and, and Anna Marie, those, those two are just absolutely crushing it. Nothing but nothing but love to uh, the Cafe Carmela family. And then just recently, a, a Sam Boner debut just came in uh, from our good friend Sean Holden. Well, I mean, not a good friend. He's my good friend now that he's Sam Bone. I can't wait to hang out and drink some beers with you, Sean. But he was raving about Gazzo's hot roast pork. I think they did a little uh, Cooper Sharp action on the hot roast pork with the broccoli rob, the long hot, and just the eye test alone. And I did just drop that on the Stan Boner page. That that that, that that's, a, that's a top tenner. It really is. Like that's what it's all about. Look, at the end of the day, it's not all about me or any of the like the the, the original OGs. It's about the nation, Sam Bone Nation. Get out there, take a look, take a bite. Let's fucking go. Seriously, there's so many gems out there. Do you think I could go out there and hit them? I mean, look at this shit. Actually, you know, I'm starting to feel it. Oh, my God. That's right. You know, I live the sand bone, but you got to continue to move. Eat, sleep, and move, baby. But Gazzo, shout out to Gazzo's out in Pottstown, PA. Absolutely crushing it. So what do we do? We got to turn the page. We got to turn the page. The summer was nothing but, again, debauchery. I use that word a lot. Beer month. <laughs> Beer month was fun. Grilling season. But then right after, right after the shore, we went back to the basics. So we rolled out hoagie month in September. We rolled out cheesesteak month in October. We rolled out hot roast pork month in November. Sorry if that was annoying. I'm dribbling the ball. I might go shoot a couple jumpers after this little podcast action. Feeling it. Love basketball season. Love it. Temple. Knocked off LaSalle last night in triple overtime. Would have loved to go and seen that. But uh, back to the month. Look, I think it, you know, we're, we're, it's, it's got to be wild card month. And for all you new Sam Boners out there, wild card month is basically anything goes month. Right? Sam Bone, a couple martinis. Sam Bone, your cheesesteaks and your hoagie. Sam Bone, some pizza pies, some stromboli. Sam Bone, a couple, you know, car bombs out there. Like, again... The concept in December is to be healthy, be merry, 
get your goddamn Sam Bone on. Like, get it on and use your Uber app. I'm not Ubering that much anymore. I did it yesterday, though. I really did. I, I was leaving the city, and I said it that I was going back to Fort Washington. So I fucking... I picked up some lady. She was so nice, like 32 bucks. I drove her back to Fort Washington where I left, where I live. Like I was going home. I, I was in the city. I was going home and some lady needed a ride where I live. So I took her and I made $32. Like the swag business is great. The Sam Boner stuff is fun. The show is killing it. But like, why not Uber in the meantime? Oh, God. <laughs> it's a beautiful world. It really is. It's a beautiful world. And I can't thank you enough for just taking 25 minutes out of your day to listen to me rant. Uh, at the end of the day, this has been nothing but a ton of fun. Can't thank everybody enough again. And all our sponsors, uh, the location episodes are, uh, are, are, I've been a ton of fun and, and that, that continues to drive us and just continue to showcase local towns uh, on deck, my friends, is my hometown, Southampton, Pennsylvania, Bucks County. Tune in. There'll be a lot of good, fun stories. Uh, I may even drop a couple confessions from some things that I did in the past that I regret. But hey, I was 10 years old. I was an idiot. You do stupid things when you're young, especially back in the you know late 80s, early 90s, when anything went. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't have video games. Well, yeah, maybe like an Atari or like a Nintendo. God damn it. They're the days, man. Our kids should be playing Nintendo. Honest to God, this fucking Fortnite shit is it's just god-awful. Like, I walk into my kid's room, and he's, like, blowing somebody's head off. And then there's, like, this big thing going on for the holidays. But you know what? All these NFL athletes are promoting it. You saw Tyreek Hill. Like, he talks about it openly. Like, I don't know what I would do without my Fortnite. This is, like, an absolute, like, you know, I kind of the game that people look up to. People buy his jersey. Well, if he plays Fortnite, then sure enough, my 13-year-old's going to play Fortnite too. All right. I'm it. That's it. That's it. I might crank up another episode, like, in the new year. We should start doing three or four. Bring on more guests. If anybody else wants to join or has ideas, chime in. Hit me up. Drop a DM. Call my cell. I'm an open book. Love you all. Happy holidays. Happy cheesesteak month, Sam Boners.